Hey, Jordan, you want to hear a fun fact? Uh, sure. Caffeine involved in a coffee bean with some of the greatest antioxidants on the planet. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Let, let, let me cut you off right there. I wasn't done. You see, green tea, another great source of caffeine, evolved with an entirely different set of antioxidants as well. Is this another brain fuel ad? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, I mean, well, in that case, brain fuel takes the best of both worlds without the roast or heat that may reduce potency and increase toxicity. It support, it's supportive blends of fuels, antioxidants, and brain-boosting additives create a new paradigm for the effective delivery of caffeine. Not to mention, it is the best-tasting drink I've personally had in a while. To support the heroes who push society forward, challenge the status quo, and initiate a better tomorrow by providing them with the fuel to actualize their best self. If you want to help support our podcast and try Brain Fuel, use code DOME for 20% off your order at BrainFuel.com. That's code DOME, all caps, D-O-M-E, at BrainFuel.com, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com for 20% off your order. Welcome back to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. I'm here with my picks co-host Adam Pearl, and this is week five we're talking about here. This is we're already on week five. I don't love this week's card like I did last week, but there could be some intrigue. There could be some good games. Um, not the yeah, as we were discussing, not the best card we've ever seen, but um, you know, it's week five, kind of a weird, a weird time in the NFL. No, still no bye weeks quite yet, but um. Next week is the first bye week of the NFL, week six. Yep. So, so uh, all teams this week are still playing, and we have the London game between the Giants and the Packers that we'll talk about in a few minutes. So, like, this is like the last week of non-buys for a while. Yeah, but um, we'll see what happens. You know, the card could always turn out special. It's any given Sunday. Absolutely. Well, Thursday night, we, I, I just didn't think like anybody really had any interest for thir- the Thursday night game because that was the worst Thursday night game I've seen in a long time. And you know what's even better? Next week, we got the Bears Commanders next Thursday. So that's a big step up on the Thursday night games. I can tell you that much. Wow, they really did great. They invested billions of dollars for Amazon Prime. And we're going from Colts Broncos from last Thursday to now – Again, the Bears commanders. Yeah, no, it's uh next week's gonna be brutal. Um, however, we got kind of spoiled with the Thursday night games as far as uh that first one went, but um no, it was a it was a horrible game. I mean, not a single touchdown scored. I we haven't seen that in a little bit. It was a disgusting display of football, a lot of mistakes made, a lot of them coming from Russell Wilson, who just had a despicable game, not saying Matt Ryan did any better, but all around boring, boring game and one that I'm glad is over and we got to not have to watch that tomorrow. So let me ask you this about Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Do you, yeah. Where do you think they stand right now? And do you think, and they invested so much into Russell Wilson, he signed a big $235 million extension and yet, and now he's there's reports today at the time of the this recording, which is Saturday, that he's flying to LA for a procedure on a shoulder. I don't know what that could be, but 
even before whatever, he has not looked the same. If you look at it, he's completing less than 60% of his passes, only four touchdowns, three interceptions, worst third down quarterback in the league. And he looked across the board, Denver, from all those they talk about, let's ride. Out of the 32 teams, they are ranked 31st in offense, only one ahead of the Colts. They lack any sort of consistent offensive efficiency whatsoever. Javante Williams obviously is out for the year. Melvin Gordon has struggled as the running back to replace him. And offensively, they are a mess right now. Their defense has kept them in games, but their offense is a mess at this point. Where do you think they stand right now? Yeah, it's it's all looking downward for them. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with their coaching. Nathaniel Hackett has come in and not done a good job for them at all. Um, I can imagine that their culture right now is just like not – where it needs to be um it's they've got a lot of issues there and until they figure it out until they get this offense going i mean russell wilson has weapons Corlin Sutton and jerry judy are good wide receivers and the fact that they're just not really able to get anything going right now is it's an issue it's something that they should be concerned about i had way higher expectations for them than what we're seeing right now so they they got problems they got to fix and we'll see what happens it's still early i guess it's not i mean we're you know as the weeks pass by they don't they're just losing it's early but it's not early like it's early in a sense where there's not there's only five games in from them but it's not early as far as there's the seasons goes quick so figure it out they got to figure it out right and also i nathaniel heck it's obviously not the best coach i thought that was the wrong hire from this point, unless they make a massive turnaround, but Russell Wilson has to play better. And the fact is you saw that final play where they had KJ Hamler wide open in the end zone where he could have KJ Hamler said after the game, he could have literally walked into the end zone, but Russell hit Cortland Sutton, who is draped all over by Stefan Gilmore uh, in the cover one. So they fucked up on that one. Huge. So I'm just happy that we don't get to watch that we don't get to think about that game and we can at least get games where there are at least touchdowns on display. For sure. For sure. I'm with you. It was it was a horrible display of football and it's behind us. But um we gotta see what happens for this Broncos team in the future. Right. Uh let's start with the first game on Sunday. It's the the second London game of the year. It's the Giants at the Packers. The Packers are minus eight at home. I, they are the home team in London. Who you got? Um, I have Green Bay in this one. I I do think the Giants. Do you have? Some, do you think you have them covering the Giants? Or no, 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 no. I have it. The score would be twenty three sixteen. So the Giants cover because it's eight points. I got them winning by a touchdown. Um, Giants cover. I think they're a sneaky, you know, sneaky good team. And Dable's doing a solid job. Saquon is running this team. Well, the receiver core is horrible. Um, they got to figure that out. They have really no weapons on the outside as far as uh, the receivers go. But Saquon's been doing a good job. Their defense has been keeping them in games. And, um, you know, I don't think they win the game. And I think they go very close to not covering. But um, it's in London. It's, you know, who who knows what happens. There's really no home field advantage. So I'm just going to go 23-16, Green Bay wins. 23 to 16 Green Bay wins, says Adam Pearl. Uh, I'm actually going to take it a little bit closer. I'm actually going to take it to be a by a field goal. I'm going to say 23 to 20 
Green Bay. I don't mind this Giants team as opposed in years past. Saquon has currently the league leader in rushing. He's been phenomenal. Daniel Jones is obviously not the best quarterback, but he certainly can use his legs. And I do think he is going to be in some limited in some fashion because of the ankle or whatever that caused him. But I think as long as he doesn't turn it over, they're not bad. And the Giants defense is they they were pretty good this year. I know they played against the Bears, and for fantasy play lovers out there, that was the best defense that defensive stream last week because the Giants got 17 fantasy points. But still, like that was absolutely a great defensive showing. Yeah. And Saquon's been very good, and defensively, they've they're really good. I really like Tay Crowder. I like the pickup of Jalen Smith. I really like what they have right now. And I like uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. They're a good defensive team, better than years past. And I really think this team, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs right now because I still think they're kind of a fraudulent three-in-one team. But I think they can at least give Green Bay a scare because they can run the ball. And Green Bay has struggled um, against the run uh, once again. Green Bay against the run this year. I'm just pulling up the stats right now. Uh, defensively against the run, they are middle of the pack at best. And they are just not that amazing rush defense. So I, I'm going to say that that, uh, that that the Packers win 23-20 because they still have Aaron Rodgers. They still have a great run game of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. And I think they'll make just enough plays for the win. I'm going to say 23-20 Green Bay. The next game are the Steelers at the Bills. Bills are 14-point favorites at home. Do you trust Kenny Pickett to pull off the, the craziest? No, no chance. Comeback ever, <laughs> the craziest underdog win in the long time? I'm not that big on Kenny Pickett. Um, well, I mean, hopefully he can prove me wrong because, you know, I'll root for him. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not a big Kenny Pickett believer. And I personally think that – Buffalo wins double digits. Steelers cover. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be 24, 14 Buffalo. Um, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game. Buffalo has been like, I don't know, a, a little bit shaky the past like little bit. Um, you know, they're still pulling off the wins, but we've seen better from them. Um, I'm going to say 24, 14. They have a chance to actually blow this team out, which I would not be surprised about, but um. I got Pittsburgh covering. I just think 14 points is a lot. And usually when you see those big spreads, I don't know. I tend to stay away from them. So I'm going to do 24-14 Buffalo. I'm going to say 27-17 to Buffalo. And I think the Steelers are going to make it closer because I do think Najee Harris is is due for at least a solid game because he has not shown up at all this year. And Kenny Pickett last week at least showed some sparks. Like he, uh, like he made, he threw, I mean, other than that one interception, he was not bad, but interceptions. what, how many interceptions did he have? I thought he had like three. No, he had, oh yeah, he had three, sorry, three interceptions, but he said he threw 10 of 13 passes. So that's, yeah, he didn't, he didn't uh, have a pass. Didn't, I just saw a funny stat where he didn't miss a pass. <laughs> exactly. So below, he does have some potential. I mean, he is a decent. Oh, for sure, for he, sure. he he did have two rushing touchdowns, mm-hmm. and his accuracy, despite the three interceptions, ten of thirteen is still not 
terrible. It's pretty good in football, but it's, but if you take away the three interceptions, their offense, they need to get going. Deontay Johnson is yet to produce at the level he did a year ago. And they are just not there. And Chase Claypool has not done anything for them this year. I mean, he had two targets and zero catches. And I I think the defense without TJ Watt, they are a mess right now. But I do think they're going to, that the defense is at least going to play Josh Allen tough for three quarters, like they did last year in week one. And they still have Minka Fitzpatrick. They still have Miles Jack. They still have Sutton. They, they, They don't have a bad team at all. I can't, I don't mind them that much. It's just I, I I don't think they'll win. I think they can make at least interesting for three quarters. So I'm gonna say 27 to 17 Buffalo. So Steelers plus 14. I think 14 is a little too much, but mm-hmm. next game are the Chargers at the Browns. The Browns are plus two at home. Who you got? So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is. A weird line. I would think the Chargers would be favored by a little more. Um, because I think they're thinking that Keenan Allen's again out. And yeah. Bosa, they're still – is going to be out for a while. True, I guess Bosa is a big one. But um, regardless, I, I have them covering just by one. I have it 24 to 21. Um, I feel like we can still see more from this Chargers team. Ackler had a good game finally, which was nice to see. A few touchdowns, uh, racked up the yards. But um, in Cleveland's still a sneaky good team too. Jacoby Brissett's like doing his they, job. They did not look – they were not great in the passing game last week. They literally hounded Amari Cooper last week. Yeah. So, regardless, I have them losing 24 to uh, 21. Chargers dub. I'm going to say I'm, – I'm going to say I think it's going to be a close one. And I think it's going to come down to a last-second field goal. And I'm going to say the, the Browns cover, but the Chargers win. I'm going to go with 24 to 23 L.A. Chargers. And I'm going to tell you why. I think this Browns team is coming off a loss. I'm, I, and they do because they did struggle in the passing game. I do think that Amari Cooper is at least going to get going. He's not going to have another poor one catch for nine yard performance, even though JC Jackson's going to be all over him. I do think that Amari could, they will find ways to get more Amari Cooper more involved. They will have a good rushing attack. The rushing attack is still going to be there. The, but, and I think it'll be close and their Cleveland Browns defense is not that bad. I think Herbert though, will eventually get this team for a win again because they are playing for to keep pace with the Chiefs in the AFC and their offense did although it's been disappointing their the LA Chargers offense has been like middle of the pack they still have Justin Herbert who I think coming off the rib injury he looked like what he was and he leads the league at passing yards which I predict which I thought their rushing attack has been disappointing Austin Eckler other than that one great game he had against the Texans, he has not been that consistent fantasy PPR running back elite player that he was a year ago. Now, he's been good in passing this year. Rushing, he has not been. Last week, he finally got going, albeit against the Houston Texans, a piss-poor defense. Austin Eckler last week, 
well, I'm just pulling up the stats from last week. He rushed, he had 13 carries for six, six 60 yards and two touchdowns and caught six for 49 yards and a touchdown. So three total touchdowns. So that's a good Austin Eckler type game. And they still have Mike Williams, who I think is better, is better than is as a number one is still really good wide receiver too. great wide receiver two, better yeah. wide receiver one. And you, and you, excuse me. And you have Gerald Everett, who I think has been low key one of the better tight ends so far through five weeks. He's really good this year, Gerald Everett. I really liked him. He's on my fantasy team. He's on my bench because Kittle, but maybe I should have starred him. I don't know. But Gerald Everett, he's been pretty good. I mean, yeah. already two touchdowns, 211 yards, uh, receiving 16 catches. That's a pretty good game. So in the end, I'm going to say that the LA Chargers will win, but I think the Browns will make it interesting, but I'm going to say Chargers win by a field goal, 24-23. The next game on the list is the AFC South rivalry, the Houston Texans at Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time talking about this one. Who you got in in this matchup? Yeah, I got Jacksonville uh, 21-13. Jacksonville's, you know, Sneaky, one of these good teams in the league right now. They're uh, they're playing good football. Their defense has been playing well. Um, they got a rookie playing very good defense. I'm forgetting his name, but um, Jacksonville Jacksonville's been playing well. And this Houston uh, defense, as you mentioned, is piss poor. Um, I think James Robinson and Etienne have a big games, and we'll uh, we'll see for sure tomorrow. But I have uh, I have Jacksonville winning twenty one thirteen. Yeah, their defense is good. I really like Ola Kuhn, uh, who's pretty good. And I really like Roy Robertson. Harris, who's been solid. And Jamal Agnew, who's um, – no, he's on offense. I was just looking at that. And I really like what they have right now. And Josh Allen for the Jaguars has been great. Three sacks on the year, 15 tackles, two forced fumbles. He's been very solid. So mm-hmm. I really like this Jacksonville Jaguars team a lot. They hung in there with the Eagles through three quarters and their defense on Jalen Hurts was pretty good. Their rush defense isn't great, but they were pretty good against the pass last week. They did. They, Jalen Hurts wasn't his best self last week, but he made enough plays with his legs. It was also like weird conditions. It was super windy, rainy. It was a weird spot for them. Exactly. So I think this is not even going to be worth talking about that much. I think they're going to run the ball over the one of the bottom five offenses and bottom five defenses in the league. I think that defensively, this is the game where if you're a fantasy manager, you're seeing this is like the best streamer of the week. And I don't mean to hype up this Jacksonville Jaguars team. I don't think they're that great, but as people say, but they're pretty good defensively and they can at least beat up on the bad teams. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Jacksonville covers the seven points. And I'm going to say they win by a score of 27 to 14 Jacksonville. I think it's going to be a blowout. All right. The next game on the list are the Bears at the Vikings. The Vikings are seven and a half point favorites at home. Who you got in this one? I got the Bears covering. Um, I think that might be a biased pick. Um, But I feel like, I don't know, it's an NFC North matchup. We might play them well. you know, I think it might be I'm I'm picking this mostly because I'm rooting for it and hoping for it. But um I think this will be a low scoring kind of affair. 21-17 Minnesota. We lose, but we cover just because we play 
Minnesota well. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. I'm going to say Minnesota covers. And I th- look, Kirk Cousins has been off to not the best start, but yeah. I will. He's not trash. No, he's just he, the most mediocre. He's mid. One week he's good, like in week one, bad in week two on that Monday night game against Philly, which he was god awful. Week three against Detroit, he was very good. Week four against the Saints, he was okay at best. Had a good first drive, but then he stalled, and he wasn't that great. I think this is the week where he could take over. And I because Jalen Johnson, one of the Bears' best corners, is out, and he was their anchor weapon. And I think that they're gonna that Kevin O'Connell is gonna get him going. They still have a good all line, and they can use Dalvin Cook in play action scenarios. Justin Jefferson doesn't have Jalen Johnson over him. And I trust him way more than I do Eddie Jackson on and with that matchup. And you have Adam Thielen and, the, and you have a bunch of other good weapons like KJ Osborne. I think this Minnesota team is due for at least a breakout offensive performance. And defensively, they're going up against the most uncoordinated offense in the league and the Chicago bears, the most uncoordinated offense in the league. And I'm not just, I, I'm being totally truthful here. The Bears are very uncoordinated. Justin Fields, yes, the offensive line is terrible, and it doesn't do Justin Fields any favors. But if you're at least a quarterback to maintain the starting position in this league, you have to have an offensive line. You have to make the most out of what offensive line you have. And his accuracy, he is throwing under 50% for the year. His The rushing attack with David Montgomery being limited has not been as good as they were a year ago. Khalil Herbert has been good, but he's but he has but he's not a true RB one. Darnell Mooney hasn't had the, as good of a production this year as he did a year ago. So in the end, I just don't think there's much to talk about. I'm going to say the Minnesota Vikings win this one. I'm going to say they win 20, 28 Bears 16, 28 16 Minnesota. You you don't like that when I said that. No, no, you, you, I don't know. I hope, I hope we play them better. I hope we play them better. You know, I, my pick may have been more just for hope. I we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. what happens. Uh, the next game are the lions at the Patriots. The Patriots are three point favorites at home. Amon Ross St. Brown is questionable, but, but I think he's leaning towards playing who you got in this one. I got Detroit winning this. Um, Bailey Zappi's first start ever. And I think it's pronounced Zap. Whatever. Bailey Zapp. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I this Detroit defense needs to figure it out because they're letting up way too many points. But lucky for them, they're playing against a quarterback that most people have never heard of until last week. So with what their offense has been doing, Jamal Williams has been a perfect, you know, sub in for DeAndre Swift while he's been out. And I'm going to Ross St. Brown leaning towards playing is what I've been seeing too. I think, I think they go in and beat, uh, beat this New England team. I got it 27, 24 Detroit. I'm going to say it's, it's low scoring, but I'm going to say Detroit wins. I'm going to say 24 to 21, actually Detroit. I think that this Lions team is a lot Look, they're a one and three team, but if you look at it, 
they're like perfectly balanced as far as the number one scoring offense in the league and like the low, the worst defensive team in the league. They're like a perfect balance of just great offense across the board, but a mediocre defense. They have one good defensive weapon and that's Jeff Okuda, who's a good lockdown corner, but they don't have anything else after that. And the Patriots, they they actually hung in with the Packers like I predicted they would last week. You thought it was going to be a blowout. I said, no, I think they can hang in there. I'm not saying they'd win against the Packers, but I thought they would at least run the ball on them. And I thought that they could at least make things interesting on Aaron Rodgers. And they 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 hung in there. And it, and I messed that one up. You, that was a good call by you. I thought, yeah, I thought that the Patriots would at least – make them at least scary and then i didn't say they'd win i thought they'd at least cover the 10 points that were last week but i look at them with bailey zap now that detroit has footage on that on bailey zap what he's good and what he's not good at and i look at who can run the ball better who can execute better on offense i'm gonna say detroit wins only because of their great running game with jamal williams replacing deandre swift and they still have Jared Goff and DJ Chark is leaning towards playing and Amon Ra's back. I think it's going to be 24 to 21 Detroit. I like it. I'm not, I'm very mixed on this game. Who you got in this one? The Seahawks at the Saints. The Saints are five point favorites at home. Now, Alvin Kamara is expected to play Sunday, just, but Michael Thomas is out. He's always out every, every year. There's always something with him. Yeah, no, this is a, this was one that I was having a tough time with as well. I'm picking the home team here. Um, I, I, cover? I, no. I, sorry. To win. I have a 27-23 Seattle. Or no. Sorry. 27-23 New Orleans. Okay. Seattle, Seattle covers. Um, this is one I was having a tough time though with. I, I like what I've seen from Seattle as far as their offense being able to actually kind of hang around and stay in their DK and uh, Gino seemed like they kind of found a connection last week. And Tyler Locke has been solid for them, too. So Rashad Penny also had a crazy game for them. See, that that third and, like, 20 running rush play he had last yeah. week. Yeah, he had an awesome game for them. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think Noise comes in and wins, wins this game. Just being at home, Kamara coming back, if he's fully healthy, I think he has a breakout game. He's kind of been slow this season. Obviously a little banged up, but um, 27-23 New Orleans. Seattle does cover, though, because I do like what I've seen from them. Um, I'm going to say the Saints win. I'm going to say the Seahawks cover by one, but I'm going to say the Saints hang in there and win because Alvin Kamara, now that he is – he, I do want to see him – for an NFL fan, I want to see him have a good game because mm-hmm. obviously due to what happened off the field this year with, with uh, the battery – with the – incident that happened in i believe vegas with that he was charged with and the fact he's dealt with injuries and he was up in the air last week but was downgraded to out like before the london game i mean that put him at a very tough spot seattle has are they could easily be three and one they were in it with atlanta a couple weeks ago and they should be they could be three and one easily and geno smith He's gained respect around the league this year. That game he had against Detroit last week, he had two passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Like his accuracy, Geno Smith this year, Adam, I was just this, he's actually been 
he's like a top borderline top 10 quarterback this year. If you look at the statistics across the board, he's completing 77% of his passes this year and a QBR of 108. He's statistically across the board, a very good quarterback. Like, and against the Lions, he completed 23 of 30 passing attempts and he rushed for seven for 49, which he's very good at. He's always been a good rushing quarterback. And now they have Rashad Penny, who's very good. Metcalf had a great game. That was the best performance Metcalf has had all year. Seven catches for 149. And Lockett was very solid, too, with six for 91. Mm-hmm. They both – he has two good weapons. I don't love Gene, their matchup against the Saints because typically quarterbacks this year against New Orleans have not performed at a very high level. If you add – Brady did not look good against New Orleans – and Kirk Cousins looked okay in the first half, but was bad in the second half against New Orleans. I think that it's going to be a low-scoring grindhouse game, and I'm going to say that the Saints win this one. I'm going to say they win 17-13 to 13, New Orleans. All right. The next game on the list are the, is an NF, AFC East matchup, the Miami Dolphins. At the New York Jets, Jets are plus three and a half at home. Yeah, this one uh, also interesting. I have Miami winning 24-20, barely covering. Jets could stick around. I mean, they had that comeback against uh, Steelers last week, which I did not see coming. But um, they came back and had a had a good performance. I think it showed Zach Wilson and uh, – you know, kind of showing that chemistry again with Michael Moore and or Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. So I think, uh, you know, there's a chance that they do pull off the win at home. However, I got Miami 24-20. Teddy Bridgewater kind of maybe needs that week of practice with the starters and um, coming in, uh, they come in and dub. I'm going to say the Jets cover by a half point, plus three and a half. I actually think that they can hang in there the Jets are two and two like that's when they when in most years they'd be zero and four right now at this point yeah I looked at the Jets team they're actually offensively they have weapons I like Brees Hall a lot Brees Hall's been a very good rusher this year Mm -hmm. I really like him and I really like Corey Davis he had a very good game and that was Zach Wilson's favorite target last year so it very much helped so and Elijah Moore had a solid game and they have Tyler Conklin who's been one of the more consistent tight ends in the league this year so they have weapons on offense defensively they look decent last week albeit against a rookie quarterback in his first game they are not like a bad team and they they have potential they did a good job in the draft this year and the Dolphins with Tua being out Teddy Bridgewater is a is a is just a game manager there's nothing else special about Teddy Bridgewater he does occasionally make some really horrid throws though and he does get his team in trouble but and I think it's going to be a low scoring game like I said with the last one and I'm going to say that the Jets hang in there, both Miami's still having to, if Tyreek is going to play, which I expect them to, and they do have Jalen Waddle still. And I like their running game with Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds. I'm going to say the Dolphins pull it out by a field goal, 20 to 17 Miami. The next game on the list are the Falcons at the Bucks. The Bucks are 10 point favorites at home. 
Who you got in this one? Yeah, I got the Bucks kind of blowing them out. Um, I don't think Cordero is playing. I don't think Kyle Pitts is playing. No, they're both out. They're losing two of their best weapons. And I have Tampa Bay winning 30 to 13. Their defense has been playing stellar. And I think as long as, you know, the wide receiver course starts to keep getting healthy, keep getting back, it's going to be a, a big-time win for Tampa Bay today or tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that Tampa also blows them out 31 to 14. Um, I'm going to keep it whatever happened with Brady off the field, uh, off the field. But let's just say whatever happens, I think is going to motivate him. Mm-hmm. And I do have him as my fantasy quarterback from my work league. So I do want him to have a good game. And I am rooting for him in that end. And I do think Mike, him having Mike Evans back really helps him and Mike Evans have a great connection. And they looked really good last week together. Their offense was not the issue. It was the defense. And their rush defense is a lot worse than they were a year ago. But I do think they're going up against a banged-up Falcons team who kind of been kind of a surprise this year at 2-2. Two and two. They were yeah. not bad. and But with Cordero Patterson out and Kyle Pitts out, I don't see why how they have a chance in this game. I think the Bucs, Brady's saying, like, we lost two home games in a row. We want to end this three-game homestand on a positive note. I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to win. I'm going to say they win 31-14 to Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'm with you there. The next game on the list, the Tennessee Titans at Commanders. Now, this game is a pick Who you got in this one? Yeah, I got Tennessee winning by a touchdown. Um, I got the score 27-20 Tennessee. I'm not sure. I, I really don't like this Commanders team. Um, there's not I like much. Curtis Samuel. I like Jahan Dotson. They have some weapons. They do. And, they do. But I've never, when have I ever been a Carson Wentz fan? No one I don't think ever has been, unless uh, you're an Eagles fan for that one little title run. But still, he uh, he's pretty brutal, and he hasn't been able to utilize his receivers properly. I think McLaurin's had a pretty disappointing year so far. He's, he's been very disappointing. He, he yeah. had a couple good games, and then he's just – bumbled he's not looked good at all exactly so i don't know i don't really love this washington team it's nice to see brian robinson back he is uh they activated him so there's a chance he plays after being you know shot twice in the leg like 40 days ago that's, so that's pretty, it's remarkable um and it's a cool to see however i don't think that he's going to be the difference maker i got him losing uh 27 20 tennessee gets a dub yeah, Parson Wentz, just to be clear, his QBR on the year is, I just looked it up, Carson Wentz's QBR. Tell me if you think this is good. He has a QBR of 53. Now, uh, that, that's not good. Probably the worst in the league. It's like middle of the pack, but it should be a lot worse than it really is. I just don't trust him at all. There, and in the middle of the pack? I looked at it. He's 53. The highest QBR in the league is Mahomes at 80. And Josh Allen is, is second. No, the highest is Tua before he got hurt. Yeah. And now it's going to be Mahomes. It's Tua one, Mahomes two. Three is Josh Allen. Four is Trevor Lawrence right now. Wow. So, and then five is Goff. Goff's a, actually not a bad, is a pretty good quarterback. Like when he's like not under like a big microscope with the Rams. But anyways, getting back to Carson Wentz, I've never been a fan of him at mm-hmm. all. He's not been good this year. He 
he eight touchdowns, five interceptions is just mediocre. He's completing 62% of his passes only because he throws short throws. He does not have that great arm. He did a year ago, his weapons, he has better weapons than he did with the Colts. Pittman's a better receiver than those other than, than his weapons in Washington, but Washington still has Curtis Samuel. They still have Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson has been very good. And they are one of the worst offensive teams in the league so far. I just never been a Carson Wentz fan. Tennessee, despite the bad two weeks, the first two bad first, first two weeks, they were good in week three against the Raiders. And they were they looked really good against the Colts, who just won Thursday night. Derrick yeah. Henry is starting to get back to that elite level he was. And I really like, like, I really liked uh, Robert Woods is another receiver for them. Their defense is starting to pick it up. Um, and they looked really good against the Colts last week. I really liked um I really like Dylan Cole. I like David Long Jr. that I'm a big fan of. And I like Kevin Byard and D'Amico Autry they have, who is, already has three sacks on the year. They're not a bad defense. Their corners are young and a little inexperienced. But I do think that the Tennessee Titans are a better team than people made them out to be this year. And I'm going to say they win. I'm going to say they win this game. I'm going to go with 27 to 20 Tennessee. Uh, the next game on the list are the Niners at the Panthers. The Panthers are plus six and a half at home. Adam, who you got in this one? I got San Francisco winning by a fair amount. Um, I got it to be 30 to 14. I think San Francisco like wins by a large amount. I mean, Carolina has been trash. Baker has been trash. The offense has been horrible. I and San Francisco's defense is arguably one of the best in the league. So, oh yeah, I Joey think, Bosa uh, and what they have right now, they are in front. Warner, they're gonna have a field day. Yeah, they are very good uh, on the defensive side of the ball for sure. And I think uh, Jimmy G has a solid game, everything he needs to do to win. And uh, I bet the defense maybe even gets a score. It, I I don't know. I don't think Carolina has a chance. Thirty to fourteen, San Francisco. I'm looking at the numbers right now. The San Francisco 49ers are the number two ranked defense in the league. They're number two against the pass. They are number two against the run. And they let up one and they let up the fourth fewest passing yards in the league. So across the board, they are a fundamentally sound defense still. Mm-hmm. D'Amico Ryans has done an excellent job as their defensive coordinator. And I would be shocked if he's not a head coach next year. He's done that good of a job. Mm-hmm. I really like, I really like this Niners team. This even though they're two and two, the first week they had was a monsoon game against the Bears, and yeah. then they lost a weird Sunday night game in which they could not get anything going. And Jimmy G made a bonehead decision in the zone end zone. They should be realistically could could be four and zero right now. They are they look great against the Rams, and we're going to talk about them in a second because I have some concerns about the Rams. But the Niners across the board look really good. I but they do have to get George Kittle going though because he has been a pass blocker, which is a little bit concerning. Yeah, I think they're going to get him going. I think Kyle Shanahan said something this week that they need to get him going in the passing game. Right. So I hope he gets going. I want him to get going. So in the end, 
I am going to pick the Niners to win because I just I've tried to like Baker Mayfield. Two years ago with the Browns, that year they won the playoff game. I was on him as the bandwagon, as a bandwagon fan of his. Now <laughs> I'm off the bandwagon for Baker Mayfield because he has not looked good. He's looked awful, pathetic with the Panthers. And Sam Darnold, if he was the quarterback, I'm not they they could have beaten the Browns in week one with Sam Darnold. And who knows? Maybe they could have at least made things a little more competitive against the Cardinals because the final score of that game was, was less than what it actually was. The Cardinals kind of blew him out that game and Baker Mayfield. I don't know what he does. He like he's in this position. Then he just throws it, throws tip passes to the deep, to the defense, to the defenders. So it's tough. He's been horrible. So I'm not the biggest like Baker Mayfield fan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that the pant that they blow him out. I, I Christian McCaffrey, I, he's not what he was a year ago. He has some flashes, but he's not what he back what he was. DJ Moore, I've said this last week, and I'm going to say this again. He's not a bad receiver. He's a good receiver. He's under a terrible position, terrible situation right now. Yeah, no, if he was on a different team with a better quarterback, better. Or if Sam Darnold was on – him and Sam Darnold had a good connection last year. Yeah, no, he hasn't been able to figure it out with Baker. It's tough. So I'm going to say that the Niners blow him out, and I'm going to say they win 27-13 to 13, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The next game on the list are the Eagles at the Cardinals. The, the, the Eagles are five-and-a-half-point favorites at um, – on the road, who you got in this one? Yeah, I think I told you before we started. I think this could be a trap game. Um, I have Philadelphia winning, but only by one. 28-27. I'm saying I won't be surprised if Arizona wins, but also I'm big on Philadelphia this year, so I would like to see them also blow them out. I do have Jalen Hurts. Hopefully he's got a big game. Um, 28-27, Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm shocked that you think that because I'm going to say that the Philly that the Eagles blow not blow them out, but I think they can at least like take over this game. I, I I've been I've loved this Philadelphia Eagles team, and when I look at this team across the board, they're a top five passing team, and they're they're one of and they're a top five rushing team, and they're a top and they're a top six to seven receiving team. Across the board, their offense looks great. And the last time they started this off at this pace, they made the Super Bowl back mm-hmm. when they back when they in the Donovan McMahab and TO days and Brian Westbrook days. Those teams were fun. So I really like this Eagles team mm-hmm. a lot. And I their defense, their defense has been actually really good too. I really like Darius Slay and I and I really like what they've done across the board with their secondary. They're a pretty good team this year. So I'm going to say that the Eagles win pretty can. Look, I don't trust Kyla Murray like that much. I mean, he had a decent game, but like, is he really that great? Like, is he really worth that contract? I wouldn't say so. Philly has the kind of defense where they can like put pressure on on Kyler. And I really am looking forward to the Darius Slay and Hollywood Brown matchup, but I'm think the Eagles are that much better because they have a better overall quarterback, better rushing attack, better receiving core. I'm going to say that the Philadelphia Eagles win this one. I'm going to go with 24, 24, 16 Philly. 
All right. So you got them covering? Yes. The next game are the Cowboys at the Rams. The Rams are five and a half point favorites at home. Who you got in this one? Yeah, I mean, I think Cooper Rush finally gets his first uh, first loss as a starter. However, um, this Dell's D has been awesome. They're very, very good too. But I think the Rams just figure it out. I don't know. They, they've been disappointing so far. I think McVay finally kind of gets this team going. I've been winning 30 to 20. Um, oh, wow. Not necessarily a blowout, just 10 points. Not crazy. But um, I do think that they win by double digits. And uh, we'll see those. Dallas team has been good. And obviously, they've been performing very well with Cooper. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I, everyone knows how I'm anti-Dallas. But before I get into the Rams, I got to say that Cooper Rush has been – he's been a lot better than I thought he would be. Sure. I mean, I, 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 I got to give it up to him. His com- I really like what Cooper Rush has done for this Cowboys team. He doesn't turn over. He's a, de- he's a very accurate passer. He does what he needs to do. And I got to respect what Cooper Rush has been able to do on that one. Cooper Rush is the only Dallas Cowboys starter to start 4-0 for his career. And I look at what he's done. I mean, he's completed almost 61% of his passes, four touchdowns, zero picks. A passer rating of 95. He's looked really good this year. And I like what Cooper Rush has done. He's the top 10 in QBR. He's, I really like what Cooper Rush has been. Ezekiel Elliott and Pollard have a nice run rushing attack going. And CeeDee Lamb has gotten back to that level. He looks, he was great against the Giants on the Monday night game and looked really good against Washington. Noah Brown has been sneakily very good for them this year. I really like Noah Brown. And Michael Gallup, they got back. He had a touchdown last week, which was solid. They're not a bad, they're not a bad team this year. So I they're they're really good. And their defense, their defense across the board, they they are Micah Parsons. What can you say about him? Lead leader in sacks right now. Most pressures in the league according to pro football focus. I like Donovan Wilson. I like uh Vanderesh. I really like what this team has right now. Trayvon Diggs, I also like a lot. I, I thought he's been a way better year this year. Way better this year than it was last year. He's been more hit than he has been missed this year. So I got to give Trayvon Diggs this. He's been a lot better this year. Um, but the Rams, I'm going to talk focus on them right now. I've been I picked them before the year again to repeat as champs. They have not lived up to the part at two and two right now. And it's because Matt Stafford, I don't know what's up with him. Maybe it's the elbow still not right, but I don't know that he has not looked like the Matt Stafford that was good in last year before their playoff run. Cooper cup has been Cooper cup, but Allen Robinson has not lived up to what people thought he should have lived up to. And a lot of people thought they should have kept Robert Woods. I thought they should have kept Robert Woods and they have not lived up to that part. Their defense, they've looked, they were bad against the Bills in week one. They were, <laughs> they were good against the Falcons week two. Week three against the Cardinals, they were okay. But last week against the Niners, they were terrible. I mean, they let Debo Samuel run all over them. And I don't know what is up with them in the fourth quarter. Did you know in the fourth quarter, I'm sure you saw the stat, they've been outscored 44 to three in the fourth quarter this year. That is pathetic. Crazy. It is crazy. I'm very concerned about them. This is sort of a do or die type of game for them this Sunday. I never thought I'd say this earlier in the year. 
But if they want to keep pace, because every team in the NFC West right now is two and two. Seattle's two and two. You're a guy, Kyler's two and two. And the Niners, who just blew them off the field Monday night, are also two and two. So this is a big game for them if they want to at least keep pace within the NFC West. And to, because this is not, there's, there, I don't know if there'll be a wild card team coming out of this. It's going to be very tough to, you know, win in this very tough division. But, I do think that the LA Rams are going to win this one. I'm going to trust Matt Stafford for this one because he has heard all the criticism and I think their defense is going to come out. I think they're going to look okay. And I'm going to say the Rams win this one, but I, and, but I think it's going to be a, a solid game. And I think the Cowboys will cover because they are going to make things interesting. And I'm going to say they win. 28 to 24 LA. All right. Closer than I got. The next game on the list are the Bengals at the Ravens, the Sunday night game. The Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home. Who you got? I got uh, the Ravens covering this one. I think they went 30, 24, you know, just Lamar has been absolutely electric and the Ravens team has been doing you know, they've been in these games. They've had really tough losses, and I think they kind of – I just saw they've led for – they've trailed by a total of 14 seconds, and they're 2-2. Two two. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. Um, so I, I think they come in and win this game. Cincinnati, obviously, they need to figure it out. The reigning AFC champs haven't been totally great this season. They, they looked good against the Jets, and they looked pretty good against Miami last week. Yeah, so hopefully they, they do figure it out. Um, I like their team, but I think Sunday night Baltimore wins this one uh, at home, 30-24. I have the opposite. I'm going to take the Bengals to cover and win this game, the plus three and a half. I, oh. I really think that this is a game where Joe Mixon, I've tried to like be optimistic, and yes, he's been a disappointment, but I think this is the game where I think Joe Mixon is going to at least show what he's made of uh this week I, I Baltimore is like a middle of the pack rushing defense as compared to what the Miami Dolphins were they're six the, the Ravens are 16th against the run so they're not great against the run this is a game where I think they can that Joe Mixon will figure it out I mean he was he was bad against against the Cowboys he was awful against the Jets he was the Dolphins game, he had a touchdown, but it took so much out of him to get that touchdown. The O-lineman had to carry him into the end zone. Mm-hmm. I think this is the game where he will show what he was a year ago. And Burrow, off, after the slow start he had, he was great. And he was great against the Jets. And he followed that up by another great performance against the, against the Dolphins. I really liked what he did in, that, in the game against Miami. He 20 of 31, 287, two touchdowns. He looked good. And I really liked what T Higgins has been able to do. T has been solid again. He has been. He's their lead, he leads their team right now in receiving yards. And Jamar, he's been okay so far. I need to see more out of him, but I think he'll get better as the season goes on. Tyler Boyd is a hit and miss, but when he's right, he's very right. Hayden Hurst, I think, is an underrated tight end. I like him a lot. Their defense also played a lot better. I mean, I really liked uh, Von Bell. I think he's pretty – he's very good. And I like Bates. 
Hubbard, I like. They're a good defensive team. Well, I like everyone on that team except Eli Apple for 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 obvious reasons. But point being, point being, I think this is the game where they're going to show that they're the team that I picked to win the AFC North and to repeat as divisional champs, not the AFC champs, but the divisional champs. A Sunday night game at Baltimore, I think they'll control the clock. I think they can be able to con- – they have the defense to contain Lamar Jackson, and I'm going to say the Bengals win 27-24, to 24, and it's going to come down to an Evan McPherson field goal, and I have them winning. All right, all right. The next game on the list are the Raiders at the Chiefs, the Monday night game. Who you got? I got this to be a kind of a high-scoring affair, um, 34-28 Kansas City. I do think uh, Vegas puts up a little bit of a fight. Um, but I think Vegas puts up a little bit of a Come fight. On, like, what, what score? 34 to 28, Kansas City. 34 to 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, so like relatively close. Um, you know, they have a high-powered offense. They have all these weapons. They haven't totally figured it out, but they're going to put up points. Kansas City, however, has shown that they're still a wagon, even without Tyreek. Mahomes is playing unbelievable football. And um, I got 34 28, Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going to say that this is going to be a kind of a shootout in the in a way, and I'm going to say that it'll come down to I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think it's going to be 31 to 26 Kansas City. I got to say, Josh Jacobs, if you're a fantasy owner of him like me, you got to be excited because that was an unbelievable performance he had last week. His receiving was up. His rushing was amazing. No one on the Broncos could bring him down. It was an amazing display across the board. And Devontae Adams, uh, he's he's been their most consistent receiver. His receiving yards have been down this year, but his, he's going to get his touches. And I, he he's, and he had nine for 101. I really like uh, – Jacobs was, was great. Derek, Derek Carr had an okay game, but as long as he doesn't turn over, there are still – a dangerous team. I need to see more from Waller though. Waller has been off to a very slow start. I think this is the game where they can, where he can pick it up, especially against kind of a weak Chiefs secondary. The Chiefs have been decent against the run, but I think this will be a good game in which Josh Jacobs will once again, be able to carry it with the volume. And now that Josh McDaniels at least has a formula with the running game, which they should have done the first three weeks, Maybe they can at least make it interesting, but I'm going to say Kansas city wins because they still have Pat Mahomes who I, who has leads the league in QBR right now. And they, and Mahomes and Kelsey have been working magic together. And I like McCall. I like Juju Smith Schuster. Who's been, who finally showed what he was made of last week and Clyde Edwards, Alaire. He's ranked as like the number fifth running back, number five running back. He's been great. He's been, he's, Surpriser, no one saw this coming. Clyde mm-hmm. Edwards Alaire last week against the Chiefs. 19 carries, 92 yards, and a touchdown. And and he had a receiving touchdown in that amazing Pat Mahomes magician type play he had, yeah. where he was gonna stop at stop last second line of scrimmage and just threw up a lob to El- Edwards Alaire. And that was magical. This there, the Chiefs are a wagon on offense without Tyreek Hill. They still are more than just one man. Kelsey's getting his targets and going up because Tyreek's out. I like this Chiefs team a lot, and I think they're going to continue with a win. I'm going to say 31-27 Kansas City. What was the spread on that one? Uh, Chiefs minus seven. Seven. Okay. 
So we both have Vegas covering that. Yes. All righty. I guess that concludes week five. Yeah, that's week five. Yes. Thank you guys for once again for listening to another edition of the Off the Dome Picks podcast presented by Brain Fuel. Have a great night and go get them.